2: Let's go. It's me, Joshua City, here with Slavin from Boxing Haven. How's it going, everyone? Glad you're tuning in, all that stuff. A lot of stuff going on, a lot of uh, boxing action, a lot of this stuff in the world in general that is going on. Uh, How you been over there in Norway, Slavin?
3: Yeah, pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. (laughs) You know me. (laughs) Are you still getting snow? No, no, not right now. We are like, uh, there's almost no snow left here, actually. So oh, okay, yeah, all right, Maybe.
2: good to go. Yeah, we were expected to get some here today, but uh, I, nothing happened. So I, we may be <laughs> done with it. We may be done with snow for the year here as well, at least right. in DC. Yeah. You can hope. anyway. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But well, you yeah. know, it's not quite like the snow you get there, though. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's one thing. But yeah, um, yeah, a whole lot going on. We got, uh, yeah, Ukraine uh, has a lot of issues right now with Russia having invaded and all that stuff. Of course, there are a number of uh, top level Ukrainian boxers who are some of the best in the world. Uh, It's an unfortunate situation. And as a matter of fact, you even have the uh, Klitschko's who are involved as well. Uh, So, yeah, that's a pretty crazy situation, man. Yeah,
3: tough. Tell me about it. yeah I mean uh, it's pretty unbelievable that this can happen, I mean yeah well, people were expecting some sort of you know, armed kind of conflict, but not something in this scale, of course, this is crazy, yeah,
2: yeah, 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 it is, so yeah, we're uh you know uh, yeah, just wanted to bring that up, definitely uh rooting for the ukrainians to pull through to be able to do their thing. Uh, nobody's a fan of uh, another country coming in to take over, of course. So. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah. But, of course, we're here to talk boxing, and there was a ton of it that went down here over the last week or so. Uh, so, even dating before that, as a matter of fact, I think when we last were on discussing it, it was back in the early, or the later part of January, it might have been. Uh, so, a lot yeah. has happened, but of course the big fight this past weekend was Josh Taylor versus Jack Catterall. So we had Scotland versus I forget exactly where Catterall is from England. England. Okay, so he's uh England, so
3: he's from the from the Manchester area. Yeah.
2: Okay. Okay, cool. Manchester. All right, good stuff. Yeah, Catterall, uh, Catterall came in at 26-0. and Of course, Joshua Taylor came in at 18-0 and the undisputed 140-pound champion. And he also left as the undisputed 140-pound champion, though I know that there are a number of people who disagree with that. Uh, were you able to catch it?
3: Uh, not live, but uh, somebody okay. did kind of put out a link to that uh, fight, so I was able to watch it uh, whatever yeah. works as long <laughs>
2: as it's a video. <laughs> yeah.
3: Exactly you know you when you live here in Norway some some videos are not uh, available, sadly you know they oh, have yeah, such stupid rules when it comes to that you cannot watch it because it's not very available in your country. <laughs>
2: oh, yeah, yeah. The yeah, Black Elson thing that made Yeah, like- I mean, the, that, that
3: was really a pure robbery. I mean, no question <laughs> about that. And, uh, yeah, I don't see how this could happen. Even, I mean, I did expect it like it's in Scotland and George Taylor is uh, like a god there, you know, <laughs> for yeah. the boxing, you know. They're their only superstar, you know, and uh, so I knew it would be tough for Carroll to get a decision there, but I figured if he won at least eight rounds, you know, he could have maybe, but that, even that wasn't enough. I mean, he surely did win like eight rounds, <laughs> yeah, you know, or yeah, I would say so,
2: yeah, yeah, it definitely is one of those uh stains that. It seems to follow boxing around no matter what takes place it's, it, nothing seems to change in that regard there's always <laughs> bad decisions and I guess you can say this was right there in the mix of that because of the fact that it did look like Caterall was controlling things for the bulk of the fight I actually came in uh in midway through because I had been watching the entire card but I was in my car when that fight came on and And I didn't even know that it had delayed because of my signal or something. So I came in and put it on the television and they were already at like round five or whatever. Mm But when I I tuned in from that point, Scott Taylor, uh, Josh Taylor looked like he had been taking a ton of punishment, you know. And I was thinking to myself, oh, I wasn't expecting this because, (laughs) of course, I've seen Catterall. I think he's a solid fighter, but I hadn't seen anything that made me think he was going to uh, go in there and do what he did to Josh Taylor. And you know how they say when you're in a champion's hometown or whatever, you need to really beat the champion to become the champion and take the titles. And I felt like Catterall, hey, he laid it all on the line. And you could legitimately say he did beat the champion. And he deserved a nod there. He scored the only knockdown of the fight. And he kept catching uh, Josh Taylor with all types of uh, lifts over the top. Uh, and Taylor seemed to have not much of an answer, though he did come on a little bit late. I just think it's uh, sort of a stain when you have these fighters putting so much on the line, and then it's taken away by some bad judging, and the Athletic Commission seemingly do nothing about this bad judging. Hmm. Yeah, and you know,
3: I'm really a big Josh Taylor fan, actually, so this was a huge... uh, Both a shock and a a, uh, disappointment to me because also after the fight, he was like, Oh, yeah, I won this fight. No, you know, there was no controversy. (laughs) But you got, you don't see, he's got a big mouth under his eye and like, he's also a little bit bruised up. So, on the other side, you know, like, come on, do you really look like the winner? Do you feel like the winner? I don't think so. (laughs) I mean, yeah. It was good of him to to bounce back, but it was a little too late. It was too late, of course, when he did bounce back.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you know, Taylor, he gets uh, rough and tumble in there because when he's going at it, especially in them later rounds, got it a little bit rough And you know, his head. uh, I know there was some head-butting going on. Not, Not that it was intentional. I think it was more so just reckless. Um, but you know Taylor, he's the type that he's going to be game throughout. Um, but yeah, it is unfortunate that with the, with Catterall, this is the biggest stage for him. And usually guys yeah. show up, and usually guys show up in that spot, the same spot that he's in, and they don't really put out as far as performance. And the moment is too big for him. But he had what you can consider star-making qualities in the way he went about uh, boxing Josh Taylor and. Hopefully we get to see him again. It would be ideal. I agree with Andre uh, Andre Ward, who said after the broadcast that, hey, they should run it back if uh, Taylor remains at 140 140 pounds, which I think we're both in agreement that he probably should at this point because going up to take on a Terrence Crawford coming (laughs) off of this fight, uh, I don't think that many people are going to give him much of a chance. No. I
3: don't know really if he should stay. I mean, what is, what I do agree is that he should not go on and take on Bud Crawford like, right, in his next fight. But I don't know if uh, this is actually partly to blame for him uh, having problems making the weight, you know, since he's such a big junior welterweight, you know, it's possible. I would say definitely it's possible. But also there maybe is uh, just a matter of uh, Kaderil's style being all wrong for him, you know. and uh, Yeah. Yeah, like when you are already the champion, you have won all the belts, it's not the same kind of hunger. And, and for Catherine it was di- pretty, you know, different <clears throat> because he was uh, the challenger, you know, like. The new guy, like <laughs> trying to win all yeah. those belts, and he had all the hunger and all the mo- all the motivation to to win. So you yeah, know. indeed. Yeah, yeah,
2: and you know, and uh, I will say that uh you know it, the the title fight had been delayed. I think it was because of COVID or something uh, had delayed it. I'm sure that affects things somewhat, but it was the case <laughs> yeah. for both of them. And I know that in the case of uh, Taylor, you know, of course, that had him out of the ring for a good period. Uh, he, he's done well thus far, having only, uh, this was his 19th fight. And yeah. yeah, he's done a lot in those 19 fights. So you have to wonder uh, how he uh, continues to look moving forward because he was eating a lot of shots, which he's eaten shots before. But I just yeah. don't know that that bodes well at 147 pounds, where the uh, punches it are, are uh, harder and the guys are bigger.
3: Yeah, that's true. Uh, I mean, he has shown that he can take a punch yet, uh, I think definitely. But that is at 140. And, uh, I mean, he uh, he hasn't fought maybe that many big punches. He fought pro gray, but uh, that was. Uh, yeah. Ray was not uh, really looking good at night, so <laughs> and uh, yeah, I mean, maybe even Ramirez is not I'm, I wouldn't call him a really big puncher anyway. No,
2: no, no, he's not so, he usually does good with uh, breaking fighters down with his body work
3: Yeah, so he's like a typical swarmer <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. pressure fighter yeah,
2: that's right
4: yeah, yeah, that's so, good to go. Yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, and, and speaking of Ramirez, I know he's going to be bouncing back to fight Jose Pedraza in what mm. I think should be a pretty good fight. And it's going to be yeah. – uh, it's going to have implications for both as far as whoever wins. I think that elevates them. I favor Ramirez since uh, he's yeah, uh, not – you know, I think they probably have close – to same amount of fights. As a matter of fact, Ramirez might have uh, yeah. more if, if, if I recall, but it just feels like Pedraza's been in some very tough ones. He actually has a pretty decent resume uh, and sure. it'll be interesting to see how he holds up uh, Pedraza, but he has looked good over the last several years uh, despite the loss to uh, Tank Davis and Lomachenko. I, I, I still think that Pedraza is a very game fighter, so I think yeah. big things for the winner of this, uh, regardless, they'll be right back in that mix for a championship title.
3: Yeah, definitely. I like Pedraza as a fighter, and uh, he actually has uh, I checked a little more actually fights than Ramirez. He's like uh, okay, 20, 29, 3 and 1, I believe, something like that. And Ramirez okay. is cool. 26 and 1. So, yeah, but okay. anyway, cool. yeah. They are pretty, I mean, uh, Penraza is three years older, but that's not such a big, I guess, difference.
4: Yeah.
3: He's 32, he's not 35, so. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah.
3: In that age, it's not really a big factor. So, yeah, I'm really looking forward to this fight. And uh, I do do favor Ramirez because simply he looks uh, like Maybe the fresher guy, less damage, than, yeah. uh, you know, less mileage on him. And, uh, yeah, but it will be a good, I believe, a close fight. A- oh, yeah. Fight.
2: yeah. Good to go. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I agree. I think, uh, yeah, this is a good one, a good matchup across the board. So definitely look, definitely looking forward to it. And, yeah. um, of course, uh, I wonder if you saw it, but there's a – Gary Antoine Russell, who's out of oh, yeah. this area here, out of Maryland. Uh, he took on Victor Postal.
3: Postol, Victor, yeah.
2: Postol, and uh, it turned out to be a good fight at moments and all of that stuff. I feel that Russell was definitely the aggressor, and Postol, he really didn't. He landed a few decent shots, but for the majority of the fight, I would say that he was Kind of on the back foot, and you know, really just trying to avoid some things that were pretty big and uh and aggressive coming from uh from yeah. Russell. But I think it was a decent showing and a very good win for Russell, even with Postol being 38. I still think yeah. that he's a solid fighter and fundamentally sound, so he, he did good in terms of what he was able to do to him. And, of course, it ended up being a stoppage there in the 12th round. I think that was a little bit early. I thought a few of the shots got through on Posto, but I think he still could have uh, kind of hung in there or whatnot. But I guess you can't really argue that, hey, it, it would have made a difference overall because he was pretty much uh, losing the fight regardless of the outcome there at the end.
3: What were your yeah. thoughts on that? Well, I think I don't really know why Postol is fa- still fighting because uh, I don't think he has anything left to, to prove or to win and at 38, you know, as you said. It's, yeah. It's not going to be easy getting a win over any kind of solid fighter, I mean, let alone a really elite level fighter. So, uh, you know, he's tall. Of course, he's got that height. Very tall for that yeah. welter division. I think this was in the welter division, was it? Yeah.
2: Uh Was it uh, maybe? The, maybe it was. He was a
3: junior welter before. That's what I know. But maybe he's okay. Known. Yeah.
2: So Anyway. You might be right. You might be right. I was thinking 140, but I think that I was just thinking that just based on what I've known for to fight at. But it could have been 140. So yeah. I'm gonna check.
5: No lies. brought to you by iTrust Capital. By now, you've probably heard all about cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin. You might even already be investing in them. But did you know you can invest in cryptocurrencies through your retirement account? With iTrust Capital, you can buy and sell cryptocurrencies from a crypto IRA and get all the same tax advantages as a traditional IRA. iTrust Capital allows you to invest in over two dozen of the most popular cryptocurrencies and unlike the stock market, you can buy and sell 24 hours a day. The iTrust Capital platform is easy to use and it only takes a few minutes to create your account. Setting up an IRA is free and iTrust fees are low. It's time to start taking control of your financial future. With iTrust Capital, you can get all the tax benefits of a retirement account while investing in crypto. Visit itrustcapital.com to start investing today. That's itrustcapital.com. Taxes and conditions may apply. Fees apply. Cryptocurrencies are a speculative investment with risk of loss. iTrust Capital, Inc. does not provide legal investment or tax advice. Consult with a qualified legal investment or tax professional.
1: Bet MGM is pitching baseball fans a chance to swing for the fences register using code champion 200 and win $200 in free bets when you place a $10 money line wager on any major league baseball game and either team hits a home run regardless of your bets outcome enjoy baseball like never before with bet MGM's daily promotions at your fingertips all season long download the app or go to betmgm.com and use code champion 200 to win $200 when you bet 10 bucks on an but
2: but yeah, I agree with you that uh, I think that has had a pretty decent career. You know, he was able to get yeah. a title. The thing, the dilemma that he's in at this point, if he tried to continue, that it's probably going to be very hard, nearly impossible for him to get a title uh, again. You know, since yeah. he lost it to uh, Terence Crawford, so mm. um, he would just be fighting. You know, at least trying to get there. Or he would just be fighting to be fighting, you know, it's, it being it, yeah. his trade and him <laughs> wanting to make money. But I just don't think that um, at this stage he'll be able to get another title at any point uh, oh. because the competition has increased for 140 pounds, I would say. Uh, since he last had a title, and I think he was a part of that as it was ushering in with these new fighters and everything. Yeah, uh, but yeah, he's gotten uh, back there on the backside of Dirty now, which always makes it tough.
3: Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> I think he really should retire now, and uh, especially you know, I mean, he's got stopped, even if it may have been premature. But I think he has never been stopped before. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. I think that was, I was really most surprised uh, when he managed to stop Matisse, but that was, I guess, because Matisse was so ruined already, you know.
2: Oh, yeah, 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 I do think that, um, yeah, Matisse, yeah, he had, you know, when you're one of those offensive fighters who are... Really, you know, you you known to be in the trenches and all of that stuff. Eventually, yeah. that stuff wears you down a little bit quicker than guys. Yeah, not not going through that sort of damaging. Temperament. Yeah, because
3: Postal never really showed that he has got any kind of real power <laughs> before that. No. You know. so it was, I guess, the the matter of here, yeah, Matisse getting to taking too many shots and, you know, eventually just succumbing, succumbing to,
2: <laughs> to, yeah. uh,
3: it was in the third yeah. round, that, that's what I know, I remember, yeah.
2: Yeah, so, yeah, and I looked here, and did, you had a fight between Russell and Postol, it was at 140, um, and, yeah, it was a 10-rounder, I may have mentioned 12, but uh, it was a 10-rounder, so, uh, he got a tenth round TKO oh, yeah. on hmm. paper, though you know, yeah, so likely could have held on, but it was going to be a wide uh, decision loss. Uh, I yeah, think, regardless of uh, the outcome.
3: Yeah, that's just uh, sad, so, yeah. I guess. But uh, I guess that will make. I hope that will make him retire re- realize that it's time, really time to retire now.
5: Uh, yeah, I yeah,
3: guess. indeed really hate to see fighters fighting you know far past their prime you know, or past their prime too long that's the worst yeah. thing for me i mean yeah.
2: especially if you're at a championship level and you become the stepping stone for uh, younger fighters coming yeah. up you know
3: yeah i think that's why sometimes they're like some there are some promoters who may like uh, tempt them with cash and just to make them stay so there are new, like, hopes or new prospects. Should have somebody, you know, to be their stepping stone and stuff. <laughs> I think yeah, that's yeah. what yeah. happens, you know. Yeah.
2: Indeed. Yeah, it yeah. was one of those things. So we'll see what's in store for uh, postal uh, Another uh, big fight, which just so happened to be yesterday, that rare Sunday <coughs> night. <laughs> And, you know, I'm cool if we see more uh, fights on odd days. Uh, If there were one every day of the week, I think I'd be fine. Uh, You know, because I like the sport like that. But um, Lawrence Okoli took on C-Sleck. I don't even know how to fully pronounce it. Chesslock. 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 All right. This is a Polish fighter who came in uh, with one loss. Uh, This was at cruiserweight. Lawrence Acoli, of course, uh, seventeen and zero. He has at least one of the belts. What belt does he have? WBO. So yeah, it ended up being a uh, very sloppy fight as we were chatting as the fight <laughs> went on. But they somehow went all twelve rounds through all of that mess. It was a tough for the referee and everyone watching as well. But uh, <laughs> uh, but Lawrence Acoli defends his his uh, WBO title. Uh, what were your thoughts on the overall fight and how Okoli looked? It was plenty
3: of job for a referee to say that. <laughs> <laughs> well, for, I don't think he worked as hard as any other ever, you know. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, Okoli, I guess sometimes, I mean, usually when he fails to stop, I mean, he didn't look bad. It's not like that, that he really, mm-hmm. but, uh I guess he has usually he hasn't really been past the eighth round many times, you know, and whenever he has been, oh, yeah. he hasn't been able to, I think, stop his man to put him away. So I think mm-hmm. it's like he, he usually scores his knockouts within six or seven rounds, you know, he has had a few. Oh, yes,
4: yeah.
3: yeah. I mean, most are either in the fifth, sixth or the seventh, you know, So uh, he's – but that's understandable because he's so tall. He's so – you know, it's not so easy for those guys to be very, like, uh, how do you say, (laughs) flexible. uh, Yeah, I mean, to be very, very accurate, you know, with always their punches, you know. And he has such long arms, you know. So, Mm you know, that's an advantage, but still – and also, also, it was Cheslock's fault because he kept holding, uh, clinching, and hitting behind the head, and he yeah, he, did, did a lot of he that. made the fight very ugly. I mean, it was it was uh, first and foremost his his fault. So yeah,
2: yeah, I'm in agreement with
3: you. He's a tough yeah. guy, you know, so he he couldn't go; and he wouldn't be put away. I mean, Ukole put him down once, and he had a few other good good uh, punches, good moments, but he was just a strong, tough guy. I mean,
2: yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, and I, I agree with what you're mentioning as well. Yeah, I think with some of those uh, tall and long guys, depending on who they're going up against or whatever, they can tend to get in these situations where they're doing a lot of reaching and lunging, yeah. and it looks a bit sloppy and uh, crazy at times, which I think was the case here with this guy. And uh, Okoli, you know, I think, I know there was talk of him going to heavyweight. I thought it was uh, going to be sooner as far as how the chatter was going uh, not too long ago. But I think uh, this kind of may pump the brakes on trying to make that jump so quickly because uh, yeah. there are a lot of, bigger guys who are there at heavyweight who are going to make it even tougher if you get into one of these uh, in-the-trenches type of fights that he was in here.
3: Yeah, and he would need to put on some more muscle because, you see, he's not really – I mean, he's in good shape, but he's not mm-hmm. doesn't have so much muscle mass, you know. Yeah. He, he, did, he, he used to be – the funny thing, he used to be overweight – but mm-hmm. then he started boxing to lose that way and then you know he was inspired by Anthony Joshua and he won the Olympic uh gold and that made oh, yeah. him become a boxer and uh <laughs> stuff like That's that. That's pretty good. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I recall uh I do recall he had uh, th- that story of him uh th- going and fighting in the Olympics and all that stuff. That is pretty yeah. cool that he but, was inspired.
3: I don't think he's really heavyweight material. He doesn't look, uh, doesn't look like it, to me. And anyway. yeah, yeah,
2: <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I get what you're saying because some of these guys, even though they're tall and uh, long, that doesn't yeah. necessarily mean their frame is built for what comes at heavyweight. Mm-hmm. Now, I think he would have to go about it in a way similar to that of Alexander Usyk, who I think has. Somehow through his uh, work and nutrition and all that stuff, packed on that extra bit of muscle in a uh, great manner as far as that yeah. works for him up there. But that being said, him and uh, Okoli have two different body styles. Uh, just thinking yeah. about it, they're probably close, around the same height. But yeah, they're just two different body styles if you just look at them physically. Uh, yeah. So it'll be interesting how he, how he works to get to heavyweight, you know.
3: Yeah, because that's what most cruiserweight champions uh, they aspire to, you know, compete at uh, heavyweight. So, but that mm-hmm. doesn't really go uh, well so often. I mean, it hasn't. Uh, it worked for Hollowfield, and uh, yes. So I, I'm trying to think who else. Uh, well, Usyk, of course, now. But mm-hmm. it, I mean, most others have failed. I think. at As heavyweight, Michael
2: Moore did he make a stop at cruiserweight or did he just go from like heavyweight?
3: He just went to light heavyweight. Yeah,
2: that's that's a pretty interesting one right there. Yeah, (laughs) but yeah, that's
3: that's true. Yeah, he
2: had he had a decent run, but you know he did end up kind of once you know some of those bigger guys ended up getting to him there uh, eventually. You know he couldn't couldn't hold up there.
3: With particularly, that type of punishment.
2: particularly
3: one old big, big old guy <laughs> by the name, oh yeah, of George. yeah, yeah, George,
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Vic George, Boom. and then, uh, then uh, David Tua, I believe, made oh, yeah. work of him.
3: Thirty seconds. That was
2: quite a destruction. Y- yeah, pretty you quick work one. of him there. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, so you do definitely have to be uh Weary of that. I, I think that Acoly, yeah. he would definitely uh, probably not want to get in some of those little rough and tumble scraps where he's taking some shots. I, yeah, I think he's shown shown well thus far, but I don't recall ever seeing him taking anything major uh, as far as be, getting hit with something that had him hurt and having to go through <sighs> some form yeah. of um. Sort of a struggle or whatever it may be to try and get his senses back and all that stuff, so yeah will be interesting true. how he takes those shots, you know at heavyweight,
3: yeah, he hasn't really been in uh, like in in deep waters uh still I mean yet I know that uh yeah. I didn't watch that fight with Matty asking what people said that was also a very ugly <laughs> very ugly fight. Oh, yeah. so that was the first one he had, I believe. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, I think it's also a little bit about, uh, him when he faces guys that are about his height or almost because Askin is 6'4 oh, yeah. and just like is 6'3, you know, so they okay. are not so, you know, so much shorter. So he seems to be having some problems with guys who are about his size, you know, because the guys he knocked out, <clears throat> That guy Glovatsky he is only six feet tall, you know. And, uh, oh yeah,
4: yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Krzysztof
3: And uh, the other guy that, that he last beat, and he knocked out Prashovich is from Montenegro. I think he's a little tall, but he he came in scared, and that was really obvious. He fought scared and didn't really make yeah. a true effort, you know. <laughs> Just wanted to get yeah. out, out of there as quickly as possible and get his check. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah, that tends to happen. Well, yeah, I do think um that there are a lot of options. Uh, even if not a lot, there are uh, a few pretty good options for a Coley at Cruiserweight to yeah. really test him, Marius Britis being one yeah. and that I know that was at least discussed, but I think that as time goes on and on, I would like to see it while Brutus is still kind of fresh and still on top of his game because he's 37 now. So, the sooner yeah. better, I would say.
3: He is getting on in age, yeah. And he was there when uh, Cooley fought last night. Uh, okay. He was dressed as Mario, Super Mario. Did you see that?
2: <laughs> oh, I did. See, I didn't know what the deal was with that. I, <laughs> I didn't did know that was Brutus. <laughs> yeah, I think
3: it's because of his first name is Myris, and that sounds like a little like Mario to some people. And okay, <laughs> I think Jake Paul had called him Mario British instead of Myris, so that's why okay. they pulled that that joke stunt
2: <laughs> Okay, so yeah. I noticed, I, I, I caught a glimpse of uh, someone dressed as Mario, but I didn't know it was British, so I didn't yeah. think anything of it. <laughs> that's it's funny
3: serious, Yeah. But I think, yeah, that's a really uh, good fight for Okoye, even though I don't know really. I think Bridis, will, I would actually favor, still favor Bridis because he's the superior yeah. boxer. I think technically he's, he's better than and, uh Yeah, I agree. He's not yeah, agree. So long and awkward you know, and kind of slow and, yeah. So I think he yeah, would be to call it to the punch. Maybe it would not stop him, but he would win. I think most likely. So, but
2: yeah, we shall yeah, see. I-
3: Hopefully, we shall see that soon. <laughs> you know. Yeah,
2: I agree with you because, uh yeah, if you know, I take a look at how each has looked, you know, in their best fights and all that stuff. Of course, Britis, yeah, he's he's top notch. His only loss being to. Oleksandr Usyk and we and that was very close in itself. Yeah. And we seen I had
3: him winning actually, that fight. I believe I don't remember by how much, but it was close. But I thought he won that fight,
2: definitely. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know that I scored it, but yeah, I, I'm with you. Yeah, I remember it being very very close, uh, and it was a good fight. That whole yeah, the cruiserweight tournaments uh, that have taken place in that world and super series have been sort of the highlights. They were yeah. great, um, and, and the one, the bantamweight, when I was, believe it was uh, some really was great fights, uh,
3: like uh, Dorthicus versus Garcia. Also, that was oh, yeah. amazing fight, an amazing finish in you know, last round. Yeah. Wow,
2: two big punches, heavy-handed guys yeah, going right. at it. Wow. So I was looking back here to I, I went to the ratings, I went to the ring ratings to see who had the belts now, and um, of course uh the
6: future will be amazing and that's all well and good but what about today you can feel the rush of a 400 horsepower nissan z or climb to new heights in the all-terrain nissan frontier light up the road in the all-electric nissan aria that feels like a sci-fi dream come true the future will be great but today is made for thrill all you have to do is get in a nissan and drive 2023 Aria and Z not yet available for purchase. Expected availability is this spring for 2023 Z and this fall for 2023 Aria.
0: Your lips can do a whole lot more than kiss. Your lips express love and speak your truth. Plump your lips with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC for natural-looking results that are completely and uniquely you. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you are allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there is a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit Juvederm.com.
2: Brita is the ring champion and he has the IBF. Uh, and it looks like Makabu, yeah, the WBC—that's who Canelo was going to fight. Hmm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and so then, uh, of course, Akoli has the WBO. So WBO, WBC, IBF. So that means leaves the WBA. So who has the WBA title? I think.
3: Or is just it just a second. I know. Well. I think it makes me wonder was held that that title, but not anymore, probably.
2: I yeah, I wonder if he, it's vacant then.
3: He recently lost it. Maybe let's see. Oh no, that was the IBF. Sorry, but he did hold it before. But <laughs> he lost it to the yeah. So yeah, yeah, that's interesting.
2: So right now, yeah, I can't tell who has the WBA. Maybe it's <laughs> vacant. Well, oh, yeah, um, that was the the guy
3: that was supposed to fight, Gulamirian, but he didn't fight. So now I think he stripped Arsene Gula uh, okay. Yeah, he held that. But that's now, I think, a uh, vacant title. So nobody's. Okay.
2: Going. <laughs> okay. So, all right. So, yeah, we'll see uh, what that does. I know that uh, I think that Dordekos okay. is still a real player out there. And then. Yeah, yeah. Looking at sort of how Makabu, we'll see what he does. You know, he he's mm. been a long time uh, mainstay there.
3: Yeah, Makabu yeah. is always dangerous because of his power. Maybe not yeah. such a good, uh, you know, like he's not so fast and that stuff. But he's a really a big puncher. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Interesting. So yeah we'll see what uh, is in store for the cruiserweight but um yeah in the meantime uh hey we'll see what uh, o'koli does uh, moving yeah. ahead yeah um another uh highlight of that card was uh jordan gill yeah getting a knockout over gif gerfy cutting cutting gerin gerin Yeah. <laughs> Of France, and uh, it was a it was an action fight, uh, a lot of uh, shots thrown, and just when fight. you least expect it, and what makes boxing so great, uh, a shocker comes out of nowhere because mm-hmm. Gil <laughs> looked like he was on his uh, last leg, and then he somehow mustered up a big right hand that yeah, sent uh, girphy mm-hmm. out and down. Uh, I just think that was a good showing uh, on this the Zone card.
3: Yeah, it was a lot of good action and back and forth. And and uh Gil, I think, yeah, he hurt Garfi in the, in the fifth round. And Garfi came back in the sixth and put him down in the seventh. And then just as he was, it looked like he was, you know, going to stop Gil, of course, soon, at least, if not. In mm-hmm. <laughs> then Gil just pulls off that amazing knockout. And, uh yeah. I was kind of yeah. happy for Gil cuz uh he was fighting at home and you know I just think he well he looks kind of sympathetic to me anyway <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: No, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, he uh definitely uh provided a lesson in how to try and recover from uh, being dazed and yeah and really- almost out on your feet you know so uh, hey it was miraculous in the sense of how he came back because for two rounds there it just looked like he was just bludgeoned to punishment you know yeah but he, he pulled it off so props for him and now he has a early knockout of the year candidate uh under his belt
3: yeah he does for sure this reminds me of that fight when uh also an english fight but I can't remember what was the name of that guy. He scored a knock, knockout in the very last, like, uh, seconds. And he was really behind, you know. That was, like, oh, yeah. three or four years ago. I don't, I don't remember exactly. But mm. this yeah, is, yeah. <laughs> This was definitely the best fight on this car. So much better than oh, the, yeah. main, the main one. <laughs>
2: Yeah, so, so I actually only caught that one, the main event, and some of uh, Anthony Fowler's fight who got yeah, back in the win column coming yeah. off of that loss to uh, Liam uh, Smith. Smith, yeah. Yeah, I did yeah, catch yeah, some Liam of
3: Smith. that, but uh, not not the whole fight anyway. It looked yeah. all right. Pretty good, yeah.
2: Yeah, you know, and I thought he would uh, – I actually picked him to uh, – Win against Liam Smith when they fought But I was very wrong As a matter of fact So Liam yeah. Smith still has Still has the goods hmm. <laughs> So yeah, Move on I think he's supposed to fight uh, Jesse Vargas at some point hmm.
3: wow. Well Jesse Vargas uh, <laughs> Yeah he's like At uh, 154
2: And I don't know if Vargas oh, has yeah. fought at 154
3: He's like a dark horse, I guess. You know, sometimes I think people expect him to win and he loses. Then they didn't expect him. I think it was against Saddam Ali. He even pulled off oh, a, yeah. a, a knockout victory there. It was like, wow, what's going on? Yeah, that's
2: probably been that's been the highlight of his uh, career thus far. Yeah. He's come up just short in all of the other big fights he's had. Yeah, Just short. You know, I think he's a solid fighter. It'd be interesting to see how he looks at one fifty four. Um he's been fighting less yeah. as of late, so who knows?
3: Something yeah. yeah, the sound was cut off for a moment.
2: Oh okay. Could have yeah. been a uh, temporary signal thing. You can hear me now? Yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: Okay, good to go.
3: So I think um Yeah.
2: I think Vargas
3: is one of those guys you know they have the talent, the tools, but they don't rise to the occasion you know, exactly, so that's why they lose yeah. some fights they could have won. I think they just lack that little mm-hmm. um, extra <laughs> the spirit, yeah yeah. yeah
2: yeah, I think he does a good job as a commentator, so maybe that's something he gets more into yeah. as he uh continues to go on, uh,
3: yeah so we'll <laughs> He's see got though. The, like the looks and everything to work on TV. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, indeed. Then I know that, uh, and I know you saw this uh, Fabio Wardley got a win uh, against oh, yeah. someone with the last name March from.
3: March. I can't think. what
2: that flag is.
3: Daniel March. Maybe that's the
2: US actually. Yeah. Or Canada, maybe. I don't
3: know. Maybe he's American. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I think matter. he's a. Uh,
2: yeah, yeah, I think he's American. Of course, uh, Wardley, they have high hopes for him. They've been slowly building him yeah. up. Uh, We'll see when that true step-up fight comes about. Might be around that time. What do you think? I hope,
3: uh, I think it's about time for him because he's really been destroying these guys that, yeah. are, that are just you know, subpar opponents for him and Tomato cans, <laughs> to be <a> bit. <laughs> and uh, yeah. yeah, he's got the speed. That that's the best thing. I mean, there are mm-hmm. many others at heavyweight who can punch, but he can punch and has that speed and everything. The whole the whole coordination, and, uh, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. He has a uh, yeah speed, decent size, I guess, more yeah. so closer to the uh, sort of he's Alexander like... Usyk end, but yeah, you know.
3: Big enough, but not too but not too, yeah. too heavy. That's what I like about him. You know, he's yeah six five, but he's not like really massive. You know, that kind of yeah,
2: fight. yeah. <laughs> I agree. He yeah, he can still move. Uh, I think that's what uh, yeah. helped uh, Usyk as well. We put pick, packed on some weight. He didn't take away his ability to move. You know. Yeah, I think That helps.
3: Yeah. That's very important. I think some maybe underestimate that at at heavyweight because they think, oh, you just mm-hmm. have to be really big and strong and <laughs> be able to take punches and to hit well. But that's not all about that. Yeah, <laughs> that
2: is that is true. Now I didn't catch this fight, but I see that Campbell Hatton has got uh, oh. TKO. Really? Uh, did you see that? No, no. Um, I, he got a TKL. That's funny. I was just looking at his
3: record the other day. And that might have
2: been his first knockout win. What do you think? Or stoppage win, it, was it?
3: Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was now yesterday. No, I think he also scored in the last fight, but that was against some total (laughs) bomb. He scored a knockout in the second. Which may
2: very well be the case with this fighter. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I think so. He's got like, he was 9 8
3: and 2 before this fight. Joe. Yeah, Doctor. I would have to.
2: I would have to see how it looks uh, or how he looked. Uh, of course, I know we've discussed yeah. Campbell, Campbell before. He's very raw. He's got that name, which is why he's getting a lot of these TV cards. But he's very, very raw. Yeah. I, I don't know if he's improved since his last uh, last outing. Or whatever, but um, they they're matching in in there with guys they they know he can or at least should beat and everything. So it'll it'll be interesting to see how he continues to develop. Well,
3: his dad was also brought up slowly. That's what I know. But he was like he also kind of started like very like he was nineteen, I believe. Ricky was when he started as a pro. In okay. 97. Yeah, so he
2: until so Campbell, he didn't have an amateur background, right, or something like that.
3: Yeah, yeah, and that can. I mean, I watched his first two fights, I think, Lion. He was he looked really yeah. off with his timing and everything. He was he got hit, but uh, fortunately, yes, they he, fought, he fought guys who didn't really have much power, you know, to speak of, so. It was but i I do remember it did got get rocked pretty well in one of those fights actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, I've seen uh like at least three of them uh and and yeah he you know they're working at it, we'll see how it excuse me see see how it goes it's to the contrary of there's another yafi brother who got a five uh, fifth-round TKO. Yeah. Uh, I need I to see his that. first name. But he looks pretty uh, promising in terms of uh, his, his Galal Yafai. In terms yeah. of his, uh, his skill set, he looks pretty promising. Uh, he was in there with a the guy, of course, an opponent. But um, I think for a debut, he he really showed that he has something, and he really went for it and did end up getting the guy out of there. He fought this Mexican guy. Yeah. Know. Another five brother doing his yeah, thing. Well, <laughs> I did see. I mean, I didn't see it from the start,
3: but I think I watched at least the last two rounds, and that was a pretty impressive yeah work by that guy Gal Gal Galal or whatever. Galal. <laughs> Galal. Yeah.
2: Gal, Gal. 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 Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, he's uh good to go. Then uh. Just going down here, of course, uh, Robisi Ramirez, the Cuban fighter, he got a TKO three win, and he looked pretty good. That's I saw right. him when he got that knockout. Uh, of course, he's another uh, promising fighter there who, despite that little first bump in his uh, very first fight, he's looked a lot better and fighting more aggressive yeah. and like a pro now uh, since then, which just bodes him well. Um uh, mm-hmm. Then, I don't know if you saw this one, but I was watching the uh Showtime card. So, Chris Prime Time Colbert uh, he took on a fighter out of the Dominican Republic, uh, last name Garcia. I know he was both were undefeated, and <laughs> yeah, he lost, Colbert right. got really uh, broken during that fight, uh, to the point where in the last two rounds, he was basically just running away. He didn't want any contact with uh, sure. Garcia. Uh, and, of course, Colbert, you know, a lot like Broner, is a guy with a big mouthpiece. And yeah. we'll see how he handles uh, coming back from this diversity. He, uh, adversity. He uh, seemed to take it well after the fight and, and the realization that uh, the better man won on that night. We'll see yeah. how he bounces back because I know there had been chatter of him saying that he wanted to fight Shakur Stevenson, felt that he could beat him, which I never, uh, <laughs> I I didn't believe that was, be, I didn't believe yeah. that to be the case. Definitely not so now, but uh, he definitely needs to continue to work on some things, and I think one of the problems is uh, he really has no power, so he's gonna be sort of dead yeah. set on outboxing his opponents. Yeah. yeah. He's got
3: only six knockouts of 16 wins. Yeah. But this yeah, was so this- <laughs> for a WBA gold tile, super favorite title, it says. Uh, you,
2: you know how they <laughs> throw those things around these days. Yeah. But Garcia showed that he was worthy, and basically what he did was similar to what Maidana did. He just remained aggressive throughout and uh, Colbert had some flashy moments, but once Garcia got to him and dropped him, that changed the dynamic of the fight. In the same way that when Broner got dropped by Maidana, that changed the complete dynamic of the fight. So yeah. Um, now Colbert has to go back to the drawing board because he was getting a lot of hype and he main evented this uh, Showtime card. So <laughs> we'll yeah. see what he
3: does. He was, yeah. Yeah, some guys, they just, when they get dropped, you know, they just uh, <laughs> inflate, you know, they get, and some just get, you know, even more aggressive or, yeah, bounce back. So that's that's the big difference.
2: Yeah. Now, yeah, now the uh, best fight on this card was German and Cajas. He was taking uh, on oh, Martinez. Yeah. Let me see what this is. Fernando Martinez, this Argentine fighter. And that turned out to be a very good fight where they were throwing some bombs, especially Martinez. He's like a yeah. power-punching machine, you know. And he was he was carrying those heavy shots through the later part of the fight as well.
3: That was a pretty big upset because uh, this was the 10th mm-hmm. defense of Ancaja. So, you know, he was, he was very yeah, impressive yeah. before, you know, as a champion also. And, you know, so, and
2: I didn't realize he had uh, defended his title that many times, to be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah, nine times. You know? <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. So he's been around and getting at it for a while. Uh, I think yeah. that, you know, he's just started to get more publicity over the last several years. But, uh, yeah, he's really been putting that work in. Mm. Yeah, well, I mean, I read about it. I didn't see the
3: fight, but I will have to find it somehow because uh, – <laughs> Since oh yeah, that's good. And, yeah, and, uh, it, it's
2: a worthy one. It's a, it's a worthy one, and I give uh and and I'm sitting here struggling with it now. And Cajas, I give him credit because he uh, he was in it throughout. In terms of, you could see that Martinez was winning, getting the better of these heavy shots thrown, but he was catching Martinez with some uh, big shots as well. So yeah. both of them showed that they have some pretty solid chins on them. So. This is probably Good. not the end of the road for Encajas if he uh, comes back with the right mindset, you know. Yeah, and
3: both were very gracious after the fight, especially Nkajas was like, he was thanking Martinez and his his people. Yeah. That was kind of, that's not something you're going to hear very often by a guy who lost, you know. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's one of the reasons I also liked that guy because he he did come across as a humble champion, you know, and a good champion and everything. So I hope he gets yeah. he bounces back well, you know. But uh, you know, those are Argentine guys. I knew that this guy could be danger for us because he looked hungry. Yeah, he was surely and. Uh, yeah,
2: he he definitely was. Hey, he yeah. lived up to you know how one should be when they're getting their first shot of a title, and it's like, hey, this may yeah. not happen again, so you got to go out there and take it by exactly. any means, and that's that's the approach he took. It looked like he was gonna lay it all on the line.
3: Yeah, exactly. Uh, he was like very emotional after the fight, talking about his father and stuff like. Oh that. yeah.
2: Yeah, it came true. Yeah, he said he was going to be a champion, and uh, I'm sure that sort of motivated him to will his way through it as well. You know.
3: Yeah, so that's that's nice when you hear that. Like uh, you don't want to hear a guy like uh, boasting, uh, saying, "Oh, yeah, I knew I would win," you know, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. He's a nobody. I showed him. (laughs) (laughs)
2: That's not good.
3: That's not what you want to hear from a new champion.
2: (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that yeah, that would be uh, BS as well because uh Anhas yeah gave him a good fight for sure. Yeah. Now I'm realizing here now, and I didn't know this was the case, but I think this speaks on the state of the fighter, but uh Guillermo Rigandial actually fought this weekend. Oh, yeah.
3: He lost. I guess again. he was on
2: this oh he was in a on a Dubai card uh Yeah, and I see that he lost a decision, which would have been unthinkable uh, a number of years ago, him losing via decision because – you would think that any time it went to the end, uh, he was likely going to get the decision just given that was his uh, prowess in terms of outboxing people, yeah. regardless of whether he got the knockout. But I didn't know this was actually happening, so therefore I haven't seen it, but I do think it's pretty interesting. But he's got to be, what, like 42 now or something like that? So, yeah,
3: or 41, uh, yeah, it says here. Okay. but, but and I know but he has so. he supreme reflexes
2: it. and all that stuff.
3: I think this year he turns forty-two, yeah. So okay. So he, he was also dropped once. I see here it says. Oh wow! Yeah, he's fighting a Filipino fighter.
4: Huh.
2: Yeah, that uh, you know, it, and it's uh, it's a, interesting. It's it's a story of, I guess, a number of fighters, but here's a guy who he was one of the best in the world. Yeah. But he was never able to generate the type of excitement and buzz around him because he typically uh, played it, I don't want to say just necessarily safe, but <laughs> the, the entertainment yeah. value wasn't uh, something that he truly cared about. And now here on the back of the, back end of his career in some of his later fights, he seems to have started to care about it a little bit more, but that's maybe because some of the reflexes have gone and all that stuff. And yeah. I feel like the last couple of fights that I had saw him in were fairly uh, decent fights. Uh, but this makes, uh, if his last fight was against uh, Casemiro, then that's two losses in a row right there, I'm guessing. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it might be time for him to hang him up, you know? Yeah, I think so too. Definitely,
3: <laughs> like Postal, he's got nothing to gain from continuing to fight. And
4: <clears throat>
3: sorry, he's uh simply yeah okay. out, of, out of his depth you now. Uh, yeah, yeah,
2: because uh, yeah, that's definitely uh, would be a shocker to see him just. Go downhill from now and continue to uh, lose the guy. Now I don't know anything about this guy, either, but I'm gonna just go on a limb and say that uh, Rigondeaux was expected to win. Yeah, yeah,
3: he was. I mean, he's still <laughs> uh, like a technical defensive genius, you know, more or less. <clears throat> and what I also, what I really loved was the way he threw that jab, you know. I remember when I watched oh, him, yeah. uh, one of the, maybe the first time I saw him fight was against that uh, guy from, uh, what was his name, Ricardo Cordoba. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah. So, when he threw that jab, just did like <laughs> that. was was yeah. very, very fun to watch.
2: Yeah. And then he brought it in to Nonito De Niro freak when Nonito Denaire was at the very tip of his game, very tip top of his game. Yeah. Rigondale was able to uh that basically nullify
3: his offense, you know? His best his most impressive victory, he just really outboxed on there. He was if he just gave him a boxing lesson for eleven rounds anyway. <sighs> he got dropped once, but that was simply that yeah, he got a little <laughs> unlucky or maybe Careless,
2: yeah, you know, and so I uh, yeah, just pulled up his thing, so yeah, that actually uh, was this was supposed to be his bounce back from the Casemiro loss, and really he's uh, so he fought once in 2020, once in 2021, and now once here in February so far, so it'll be interesting to see what he does here, uh, so yeah, I think that. This might be a sign for him, and maybe this may spell that, uh, yeah, his time pretty much is up at this point. So we'll see what happens.
3: Yeah, and when we are talking about Casimiro, I see now that he is scheduled to fight in April against Paul Butler. You know, he's
2: Paul Butler.
3: I know that name. Yeah, another defense of the WBO. I think Paul Butler was stopped by the guy that uh, that Casimero beat to win uh, that guy, Zolani. Tete. Tete. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. I, I have seen that fight, I remember, but that was like a yeah. few, few years ago, yeah.
2: I knew <clears throat> the uh, name was familiar. I'm like Paul Butler. I, I know that I've seen him. I heard of him somewhere. So, yeah. Yeah, he's like, uh, well... I guess
3: more like a European level fighter or something.
4: Yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah, he fought Emmanuel Rodriguez and uh, lost the decision to him in 2018. Yeah. Okay. He's he's a decent fighter, just not something like you
3: know very, mm-hmm.
2: very. Yeah. Good. Yeah. <laughs> good to go. So yeah, Casimiro. Okay. So yeah, we'll see what goes down. I had saw mm. something about him getting. Uh, a sexual assault charge or something uh, so I don't know if that's going to de- derail the fight hmm. but this is Casemiro there was something of that nature uh, story had come out I want to say about a week ago or whatever so I don't know where it stands now or if it uh has had any further developments or anything but that is something that is definitely out there
3: well that's kind of yeah that's not so good but uh...
2: <laughs> yeah <laughs> I hope
3: it's not really true, but you never know, of course.
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's hard, hard to know. And I, I didn't see what the uh, details or anything of that nature were. I just know that um, it was something was out there. Was out there. Yeah. So we'll see yeah. how it goes. And
3: It would be a shame if it affected his career because he's a very exciting, very good fighter. And he's also got... He's thirty two, he's got a few years left of his prime, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and
2: he's now starting to get, you know, his highest level of publicity, so it'll be un- yeah. unfortunate to lose it all before he gets that true <laughs> mega fight, you know.
3: Yeah. I mean you never know. It could be like some some other jealous manager or promoter trying to, you know, screw him. Yeah, <laughs> you, yeah, never yeah. Know. you never know. Yeah, it's all so possible. <laughs> It, yep. it does sound something like something Don King would have like cooked up, you know. <laughs> <Somebody> <laughs> old Don
2: yeah. King!
4: Yeah,
2: he managed Don managed to get this one heavyweight. I can't think of his name, but this one heavyweight, Trevor Bryan, I think it is, managed to get him a title. <laughs> uh, and this cat, um, I don't think he's really fought anybody, but old oh, Don yeah. King still let <laughs> it.
3: Trevor Brown, I think I heard of him, maybe, I think, when was that, that was...
2: He had some version of a, a heavyweight title, I don't know if it's uh, the regulars, one of those, I think, made-up ones, uh, where they add super or uh, <laughs> other things to it, like you know? Like, one, one of those, that
3: that guy, Mitch Blood Green, had, like, something... <laughs> oh, yeah, get Get to Walmart when you <laughs> when you have bought
4: yeah almost yeah. I'm, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the champ. So I'm
2: looking it up uh, so so yeah he has a WBA world heavyweight title so I I think I don't know if it's the uh legit WBA uh regular title or whatever but he has some form of a WBA title his name's Trevor Ryan he's twenty two and 0 but uh. Is it, in oh, the yeah. fights that
3: I've seen. I have, yeah, I have already, just a second.
2: I so his biggest it. win is uh, over BJ Flores and Bermaine Steverne.
3: Oh, no, Both of them, no of course, guy. being
2: yeah. pretty much past it. Oh, at yeah, this that's Trevor that Trevor <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I think so, if he was in with a legitimate heavyweight contender, that he would likely lose, you know. But yeah, he has a belt. I think that's from Don King's workings, right there.
3: It's amazing, you know, some guys who holds belts are really. I mean, it's amazing who holds some belts <laughs> that are considered legit, you know, world title. Yeah, <laughs> world yeah, exactly. Like, who are you? Like, oh, I'm a
2: world <laughs> champion, <you know>, really? <laughs> it's
3: like, yeah, that.
2: he. His name is not even in that mix of top heavyweights, but he somehow has a belt. Yeah,
3: exactly.
2: It's why not? It's like as if somebody would have given
3: Bother being a belt. Like in the oh, 90s, yeah. You know? I think even he mm-hmm. was better than this guy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. That
3: would have been
2: funny. At least he could um, punch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Eric
3: Ash, yeah.
2: Eric Esch. I do uh, remember. They had him watching in the uh, fight night games and stuff.
3: Yeah, I remember watching right like, <laughs> in the, those 95, 96, and yeah, he was. You don't forget him easily.
2: <laughs> now, older Larry Holmes beat him. Yeah. That was a fun <laughs> fight, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I watched that. Uh, not too long ago, in terms of uh, years. Uh, oh yeah, that was two thousand two,
3: yeah, I believe. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I watched it not too long ago. I hadn't seen it, uh, but uh, I knew of it. But probably about three, three years ago or something like that. Oh yeah. I ended up watching it. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Seeing yeah. Larry up in there. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't
3: think he actually has that many losses, like three, four, or something. Nah. Yeah. yeah.
2: No, he he's like the king of the uh tough man yeah. type fighters, I guess you can say, four round king.
3: That's right, seventy seven. Well, he's got ten losses, but only two by knockout. Seventy seven uh-huh. wins. Whoa, fifty. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: yeah, he's a novelty act, but uh, you know, <laughs> he, was, he was pretty popular. He did some MMA stuff too. He, he didn't fare yeah. too well. Actually, his last fight was in 2013. Wow. Hmm. 2013. Was it
3: a loss? Yeah, he lost. It was a shoulder injury. Like he had to retire.
2: Oh, okay. I know he did some uh, MMA stuff. I think I saw one of his fights. Pretty much whenever he went down, it was going to be tough sledding for him to get up, you know? (laughs) Yeah, that's the problem. Situations like that, you know. Uh, but yeah, little butterbee. Yeah. Now speaking of uh, uh old and past due fighters, uh, I haven't seen this car but uh, Khan and Brooke finally happened. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, no disrespect, no disrespect. Khan and <laughs> Brooke. we're the same age, but uh, it finally happened. I haven't seen it. Uh, I don't know if you actually saw it. No. no. But uh, Spy okay.
3: Sports. So I hate those. You know. That okay. <laughs> you have have. And I think some people wrote that they actually blocked that fight. I mean, uh, or even at, sh- at least the
6: undercards. The future will be amazing. And that's all well and good. But what about today? You can feel the rush of a 400 horsepower Nissan Z. Or climb to new heights in the all-terrain Nissan Frontier. Light up the road in the all-electric Nissan Aria that feels like a sci-fi dream come true. The future will be great, but today is made for thrill. All you have to do is get in a Nissan and drive. 2023 Aria and Z not yet available for purchase. Expected availability is this spring for 2023 Z and this fall for 2023 Aria.
0: Your lips can do a whole lot more than kiss. Your lips express love and speak your truth. Plump your lips with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC for natural-looking results that are completely and uniquely you. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at juvederm.com. That's j u v e d e r m.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you are allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there is a rare risk of unintentional Injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit Juvederm.com.
3: In some countries, oh, yeah. and uh, I don't know why
2: would they. Yeah, Natasha Jonas was on there. Yeah, I don't she know why liking, would I they just block
3: the undercard because the main fight is the one they you know all want to see, not the
4: undercards.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's uh that's pretty uh interesting. Yeah, I don't I don't know why. So it's uh. But yeah, I did. Yeah. I did kind of expect. I
3: predicted actually, Brook to win by, you know, uh, stoppage like yeah. six seven yeah. rounds. So that's what. I,
2: <laughs> yeah, I would say he has more sort of left in the tank and more effort in him. John yeah. has just been picking, picking and choosing for the past five six years, and uh, theoretically, yeah, he probably could have. Uh, Retired a while ago because yeah. he's just kind of one foot in, one foot out. Yeah. Know, in, he, the worst, in the worst way, you know. <laughs> hadn't had a fight
3: for over two years. and you know, He you, manages to still have that name, you know. Yeah, should at least have first taken a tune-up and then, you know. But that's – I don't think that would have done much better for him. But anyway.
4: <laughs>
2: yeah. No, he's so, finished. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He definitely seemed to be uh, done now and uh he had a pretty decent career, I think that yeah, last forty, yeah. Yeah, the last sort of probably like six, seven years or whatever was you know Not I think so he squandered good. away squandered away a yeah. lot of opportunity. Now of course he he would have likely uh taken some losses uh, to some of those top guys who could really bang. Uh, but that being said, he would have still yeah. been in it. Uh, but, yeah, I think he squandered away those last last probably like five, six years or whatever chasing names for a particular type of payday, in particular Pacquiao, Mayweather. Yeah. Uh, and that never happened just- And you know, the way he, were even serious.
3: Yeah, he lost that title. I don't don't remember which one, but he IBF for a while. I don't know. He held that at 140. He lost to Lamar oh, yeah. Peterson. I know that was very unlucky yeah. because I yeah think, that was in DC. Yeah, <laughs> I remember a lot of guys I had spoken to said that that Khan kind of should have won, it, but uh, and mm-hmm. I guess they were blaming Khan's people were blaming. Uh, somebody in Peterson's camp was helping him somehow. I don't remember the details. Oh, yeah. Details. It was like something really funny. Yeah, yeah. there was
2: a, I, I remember in the uh, video of the fight, uh, you could see this guy who was out there in the crowd or whatever get up and he goes and he's like going around the judges and all that stuff. I believe see well, yeah. that he had some influence on the scoring and all that stuff. But, you know, he did get a, kind of got a point deducted that was uh, controversial yeah. for uh, pushing or doing something yeah. that, issue, which he was doing, but he didn't get a Plus hard, two. stern warning prior, you know? It says two
3: points, actually, for pushing him.
2: Oh, two points. The
3: wow. and twelve. And that's, I think, also what, was, uh, what some people were angry over because they thought he shouldn't have gotten that other one.
2: Yeah, I know who that referee is. I've met him before, and uh,
3: Joseph
4: Cooper.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I, I've met him before, uh, but I, I don't know him like that. But I have met him and had a conversation, uh, but not about that fight or whatever he was telling me about.
3: I don't actually uh, think I've seen. Stuff. Yeah, I haven't seen that fight, but I will look for it later. I, I want to see it because yeah. I want to score it.
2: <laughs> but this ref, he has a uh, it, you. you you would have to see a fight. I can't remember all the fights that he done, but he has this little slogan at the uh, whenever he's there and he gets to touch gloves. He said at the end, he said, "All right, now touch gloves and throw some thunder," something like that. <laughs> but he said in this crazy oh, yeah. way, it's funny. <laughs> touch gloves and throw some thunder. Yeah,
3: that's like <laughs> mm-hmm. some people just have to have some. Get
2: some attention. Yeah. Well, that, that shouldn't yeah. have any attention.
3: Right?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cortez was a, a verb, but I'm fair. Yeah. <laughs> and Kenny Valens is what I say you must obey. Yeah. <laughs> I remember uh, the very first uh, fight I officiated, <laughs> you know, I I was nervous. I had, the very, I had the first fight. This was an amateur fight. And then – the guy had the microphone because we had this commentator here in this area. Yeah. And uh, discombobulating Jones is his name. And he <laughs> did the little thing. So I just had to speak. I was thinking to myself, "Oh my goodness, I didn't think I was going to have to do this." And I uh, said a little thing, and then I said, no, "What I say, you must obey, right <laughs> back to your orders." And I was just thinking to myself, oh, "Why the heck would I say that? It's like, come on, man." <laughs> Trying
3: to that. I heard that from yeah. Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> Like, come on, man! Mills Lane was like, yeah, like, come on, you know. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Old Mills, Judge Mills. Yeah, he was so strong for his size, a tiny guy, but he was like, he could go between, like, yeah, you can move
2: in there too. Huge
3: <laughs> guys and just break them up like nothing. <laughs> I yeah, remember, he could move well. Yeah, I've never seen a guy that size so strong. I don't think. That wasn't a boxer or something, a wrestler.
2: Oh, it looked like he actually uh, he had 11 fights.
3: Whoa. Wow. <laughs> I just well,
2: looked Mills up.
3: No, it's. I don't
2: know. if. It is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he had 11 fights.
3: Yeah. Now I get it. He was... Why he's so strong. He was
2: <laughs> He He lost his first fight and then went on a 10-fight run. This was back in the 60s, so he, he fought from 61 to 67. Yeah. 10 and 1. Wow, I didn't know that. I just looked him up randomly because I, I wanted to see if he was still alive, unfortunately. But, yeah, he is, which hmm. is good. Uh, so he's 84 years old at this point.
3: Well, wow, he's still
2: alive. Yeah, hmm. yeah, yeah. That's yeah. nice. I oh, remember yeah. he had a little TV show at one point, but that's been a while, I believe. That's <laughs> probably the 90s or something. Oh, Yeah, just like one of those little judge TV shows where uh, he's in there making rulings on cases. Yeah, They're like maybe. real cases and things, but I think they have, uh, you know, they they know beforehand at least uh, that it's – or they have to agree to it, consent oh, yeah. to the whole little show thing. Like, I don't know if you know of Judge Judy. You ever heard of yeah. that? <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, something, something like that. We had that <laughs> here. It was on TV, but I don't, I don't think
3: it's on anymore, but I never really watched it. I don't like that kind of stuff. Now, do they
2: wear their wigs over there in Norway? Do the judges wear no, those little... No. Like they do in
3: England? Luckily, no. No, that's just... <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> yeah, it's been, interesting. I've been uh, once actually to... Uh, it was a trial, but they took us... Like I was with my school, with my class. It was like a oh, yeah, real yeah. trip, you know? <laughs> and they took us to the courtroom. And uh, I remember it was a trial of... Uh, some Albanian guys were accused of something, you know, like okay,
4: yeah. <laughs> well, so the interesting stuff.
3: The only time I was fortunately never was there, uh, <laughs> as a defendant <laughs> or anything.
2: <laughs> oh, <No>, okay, <Yeah. laughs> good stuff. that is good stuff. Yeah, I've had uh, some calls for jury duty, but I haven't had to, uh, all right. Uh, but I didn't get picked,
3: so. All right. You know, it worked out in my favor, were, I
2: guess. You were credible enough. Their loss. <laughs> their loss.
3: Yeah, their loss. Yeah, you just <laughs> missed out on the best jury member.
2: I know, <laughs> but what the heck?
4: <laughs>
2: yeah. But um, I'm looking here now, and here goes another fight that I didn't know went down because it was in Russia. And that's Jorge Linares taking a loss to some guy, Abduliev. That's right. Abduliev, he seems familiar. Abduliev. Yeah. I know Akmedayev. Yeah, um, that's
3: Abduliev. Yeah, Zaur. Zaur Abduliev. That's what.
2: Yeah, so I didn't know Linares had stepped back in there. The
3: guy who lost to Devin Haney before. Hmm. Yeah, I think. another guy who needs to retire also. I think is Linares. Yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah. So I do know this guy. So yeah, you're right. He
3: got stopped in the twelfth round. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I mean, oh, he beat
3: uh Lacky Cannon. Yeah. Remember him?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Lacky Cannon.
3: He's from. We he had
2: beat him in his previous fight.
3: Yeah, that so the Chinese like uh, seems to have uh, really gone down fast after he was knocked out by Mikey Garcia. Oh, he's from Montenegro. Yeah. Interesting. I didn't know that. A neighbor of mine. <laughs> yeah. Really so, yeah,
2: he. Um... Yeah. Yeah, that was 2017. Then he fought again in 2017. Once in 2018, once in 2019. Didn't fight in 2020. But of course, that's when the pandemic kicked off. So he mm. fought in lots. So yeah, 2021. But he's scheduled to fight, lo and behold, Lewis Ritson. And it just so happens to be in Newcastle. You better watch yourself. You're gonna have to get a knockout.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah,
3: he also <laughs> lost to a guy called Roberto Ramirez with TKO. Oh yeah, yeah, I saw it.
2: Yeah, Roberto Ramirez, that's Roberto the man. <laughs> I
4: saw
2: that loss on there. I'm trying to keep that name for him. He's, you know, he's already
3: thirty-seven with TKO, so you know, it seems that he just uh, was, uh, how do you say, it? he got the big fights a little late. He started getting them when he was already, mm-hmm. young. Nearing the end of his prime,
2: so... Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, I see. 30. Oh, yeah, the win over uh Ivan Red Catch. Yeah. In 2014, gave him his
4: first loss.
3: Oh, s- yeah, Ricky Burns. I, I saw, saw that fight. He Ricky was guy. really very impressive. He beat Burns. There's no doubt. I mean, but even, even there, some guy, some idiot judge gave the fight to Burns... <laughs> He was dropped and he didn't win more, I think, than four rounds, maybe three or four in that fight, Burns. So yeah, that's, that's uh, Scott scandalous. is judging for you.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yes, that's so scandalous. Oh, you got to win over uh, Peter Petrov as well.
3: He's a very fast guy, small guy, and can can, mm-hmm. can hit. He's not a really big, maybe, puncher, but he can hit anyway. Yeah. Well.
2: Yeah, yeah, he just got caught with that huge shot uh, with Garcia. Yeah, well, you did see that coming. Oof. Yeah, that was. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, so he's taking on Lewis Richon on March
3: 25th. Yeah, Ritson, he is full of uh, defenses.
2: Has Ritson fought outside of that, um, uh, Newcastle? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> or
3: he fought in uh, Liverpool, I see once and hacked in uh,
2: <laughs> London.
3: <laughs> yeah,
2: interesting. But yeah, that should be an interesting one.
3: Yeah, I think maybe that might even be a close fight, but I, of course, Richardson will probably get it because you know it's in his <laughs> backyard and. And uh, Fatih 30 Chain is 37, so
4: <laughs>
2: yeah, 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 that's, that's, that does make it interesting, so yeah, we shall see, mm. but yeah, so um, yeah, you have that. I did catch uh, Hame Mangia against uh, Demetrius Ballard. Uh, Ballard is a guy who's out of this uh, area here, it right. went down, uh, and you know, they fought in Mexico. and... Hmm. Ballard looked pretty pretty good the uh, first round. I think he won the first round, but then you know, right. from right. there, Mungia started to take over, and uh,
3: he just yeah, yeah b- knocked him out. He became Mungia.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Truly, you know, and he was he was not going to go out slouching in front of uh, his fans because it yeah. was in uh, uh, Mexico. That so. Was-
3: Pretty impressive because he hasn't scored like an early knockout at 160 yet until now. (laughs) So
2: Yeah, yeah. And Ballard, he was relatively unproven. He was undefeated, but unproven in terms of this was like a clear step up for him. Uh, The same probably couldn't have been said for Munguia. Yeah. It wasn't a step up for him, but it was a solid matchup. Um, and this sets him up for, <coughs> we'll see, whatever yeah. uh, is on the table out there. I think he has a lot of options. I think he looked good. I think he's ready at this point, as ready as he's going to be for those big names that are wow. out there. Um, so yeah. it'll be interesting. To see either yeah,
3: either Dimitri Andre or Jamal Charles would be a really good uh Opponents, I think I would love to see that <laughs> those fights anyway. And uh, yeah,
2: yeah,
3: yeah, there are always a yeah. few, yeah, a few others. Mm.
2: Yeah, I think, I think I'm think I with you. Um, so yeah, 160. So yeah, Jamal Trello, I think that would be very interesting. Uh, yeah. Mangia, he has a does he have a title? He has a title,
3: or he? he has some. He it's not, it's the Intercontinental, yeah. Oh, okay,
2: okay. So it's not so, um, real one. <laughs> now he had a real title at 154, right? Yeah,
3: he's also that yeah, yeah. will be a double bo, yeah, W-B-O, So Sorry, WBO. Oh, Okay. Double. Okay, so I said, so
4: yeah.
3: <laughs> I got <laughs> double
4: bo. <WBO> <laughs> this
2: is funny. but um, but yeah, I think uh, McGee has looked pretty good, and uh. Yeah, now I think now is a better time than any. I like both of those fights with Andre or Charlo. Yeah, uh, it's
3: about yeah time. whichever
2: one. Yeah, kind of toss up. I think uh, Andre just done more, of course, and he's 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 more proven mm. than Charlo at one sixty. I would say. Yeah, uh, I but I, I I think I heard Andre was moving to one sixty eight for a fight or something yeah, like that. Yeah, that's
3: what I also read about. So, but maybe it will not be forever like or maybe we'll see anyway.
2: Yeah, I know he just wants a title shot. He wants triple G, but I don't know if that's gonna happen, especially considering Triple G yes. only fought that once last year and that uh fight with uh Murata didn't go down. But no. well, maybe Andre has to do something like take that fight with Marauder, see if he can lure Mara even if that means going over to uh Japan, you know?
3: Yeah. <laughs> you know who is I actually, think that would help matters. Yeah. Who is actually rated number one by uh box is Lara for that one sixty. That's pretty Oh wow. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's
2: still out there fighting, right? <laughs> yeah. Charlo, number yeah,
3: two. Andre number three And Mungia.
2: Yeah, that algorithm is crazy. Yeah. That algorithm Cuban. is
3: insane. Yeah, there's also Chris Eubank Jr. and Billy Joe Saunders on the other side, on this side of the pond.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Eubank Jr., he just beat someone, right? He beat oh, yeah, uh, William
3: Williams, yeah.
2: Yeah, I haven't seen that fight. I need to watch that. Uh, I'm, I'm going to try to catch that. Me I'm neither. Again, catch that today. again,
3: thanks to Sky Sports. <laughs> Wow!
2: Yeah, yeah. Sky freaking sports.
3: Yeah, they just grab all the best fights now in the UK, almost all. <laughs> but I, I, yeah, got, I know how. It's- yeah. Oh, go ahead! Go ahead! I got to watch that the Danny Jacobs uh, John Ryder fight. Oh yeah! So that was yeah. like, okay.
2: yeah. What did you think? What did you think? Yeah, I forgot about that one. What did you think? I don't know.
3: Really, it was very close. Hard to say who really yeah. won that one. <laughs> yeah, maybe it would have. It would have been fair if it was a draw. Maybe I think so. Uh, yeah. More fair, but anyway, John Ryder got robbed a couple of times too, and he was fighting at home, so.
2: That's yeah, how, yeah, yeah. That is true. You know, was. I don't think. Yeah, I, I. I you know, I was watching the fight. Um, yeah, I think it was close. I'm not, you know, yeah. kinda messed up about it either way it was going. I will say that Denny Jacobs has looked very average in his last two yeah. fights. Uh so maybe he's not fully, you know, kind of in it like that anymore, you know, since yeah. that uh He started. Canelo well. fight. Yeah. He was best
3: clearly in the first four rounds, but then Ryder came on and he was, he landed almost all the best shots actually in that fight. That was mm-hmm. why he got the decision. I think he may yeah. have not won more than five rounds or something, <laughs> maybe six at best, but he had the best of the action simply while, you know, I remember, uh, Jacobs landed one good, uh, uppercut it was in the fifth maybe, but that was pretty much mm-hmm. uh, We didn't learn anything else that was really eye catching you.
2: Yeah, and I know he slowed down in the back half and yeah, yeah, I just think that yeah, Jacob's last two fights just looks like uh he's not he's, he doesn't have the goods like that, you know. Yeah. And I don't think it's because he's shot, it's just probably more so Maybe he's got some outside interests and things of that nature that are more appealing to him right now than being 100% dedicated to getting in the gym and doing his thing, you know?
3: Yeah, it's a shame because I like him as a fighter, you know? I was actually... Yeah, yeah. I was rooting for him against Canelo and everything, so... Yeah,
2: yeah, and he had a decent showing of it uh, at points, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he... uh, Yeah, this one is... Yes, one is going to be a tough one to swallow, I guess, is the last two, really, because uh, I think that uh, for all the hype that went into his fight with Rosado, that was a uh, letdown, probably even more so. uh, Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And he barely walked away with that win. It seems at 168, he
3: hasn't really been able to find his rhythm or he did beat Julio uh, oh, yeah. Chavez Jr., but that's like you
2: know. I was gonna say that that's gonna be the story of his 168 uh, pound yeah. run is that he beat Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. <laughs> it was like
3: already who knows yeah. what he was on coke or whatever, you know, cooked up and
2: yeah, and the aftermath of the fight was more entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> what
3: happened? I don't
2: know. You know they uh the. The 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 fans are mad because Julio he you know pretty much had a bunch of people there and uh, yeah. he 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 said he didn't want to fight anymore he, you know he kind and of yeah. was like I'm done I he, he decided himself <laughs> and then they started throwing stuff in the ring throwing stuff at uh oh, him yeah. when he was walking out then throwing stuff at Jacobs and <laughs> while he was doing the interview and all that stuff he just got rowdy yeah uh, it is because uh, Chavez Jr he was in there he might have taken. One really big punch or whatever, but then yeah. uh, he just went back to his corner and said he was done. He, didn't, <laughs> he was so bad at first time. I saw some
3: highlights. Yes. I think I don't see the whole, but yeah, then he was getting pummeled. And then I know his man, his old man, was like also pretty angry, like oh, yeah. you know in the yeah.
2: <laughs> crowd, you embarrassed. Just, yeah, <laughs> What's
3: going on? like why are you not fighting <laughs> anymore? Yeah, it's they like, showed him,
2: you could just see the disappointment on his face, yeah, like, oh my
3: goodness, not big, this again. Big embarrassment, <laughs> because he was such a great warrior, he would never have done such thing himself, you know. And, yeah,
2: yeah, definitely.
3: And, but, father and son, <laughs> you know, they're, they're not Yeah, those, thing.
2: those differences. Yeah. <laughs> those freaking differences, yeah, That's uh, funny, though, um... But, yeah, uh, yeah. another fight that was on that card with Jacobs and Ryder, which turned out to be the fight of the night for my eyes, was uh, Felix Cash against uh, Medayev. I don't know this Medayev's first name, but it's a Russian fighter. And uh, it yeah. was an exciting one. I like Felix Cash. He got dropped, uh, and he, hurt, he was hurt. You would think he was uh, going to be done, but he worked his way back in it. And uh, he continued to battle back, and then – he had to lead legitimately. I felt, and I want to say, he may have gotten dropped again. He still won a uh, UD, which yeah. I don't think it was uh, controversial. I think he won the bulk of the rounds, um, but it was it had to be close, you know. Um, but yeah, it was a pretty good fight. Yeah,
3: I don't, I don't think I saw it, but uh, <laughs> I don't know why. But I, I must have come late to that broadcast.
2: Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> could have potentially uh, been the case. Um, and then uh, they had this heavyweight. I don't know if you've seen him, Fisher, last name Fisher. I want to say John Fisher or something like that. He's out of UK, he's like his young, younger guy, but they they have uh, big things in line for him, I would say. What, what uh, he was, division
3: he, did you say? He's heavyweight, heavyweight. heavyweight.
2: Hmm. Yeah, last name Fisher, but he fought. You know, this is only like his. Uh, I want to say third or fourth fight or something like that. All right. He's this big. He's a big guy, and um, yeah. It should be interesting to see how he continues to develop.
3: All right, John Fisher, right? Yeah, yeah. I think somebody that I know, follow, one of my friends on Instagram, I think wrote about him, or Jack hmm. Fisher, maybe I don't know.
2: John oh
3: yeah, maybe
2: that. Yeah, yeah, Dude, maybe Jack. Uh, oh, there are many just...
3: here who are called John Fisher and <laughs> Jack Fisher.
2: <laughs> yeah, so it's, uh, it's one of them. It will be a low number of fights. He's out of the Britain somewhere, Great Britain. All right.
3: Well, anyway, <laughs> I'm giving up on finding him. Uh, yeah, it's gonna boxer. be
2: tough. <laughs> yeah. So. uh, this other, uh, I saw that Otto Vileen was uh, actually fighting. He was on, I'm guessing, the undercard of that uh, Eubank thing. Mm. Eubank at, uh what's his name? Eubank at, uh, Williams.
3: Williams. Williams. Otto Vileen
2: yeah. got a, a eight-round points win. It's a name uh, that was out there, you know. Yeah. Uh, I think he needs to uh, – he can get himself back in the mix. He can take on one of these guys, assuming they're willing to take on him, who, who are right there. In that top ten cusp, you know? Yeah. Alim. It's, yeah. He gave uh Titan Fury a run, so he has potential for sure. Oh yeah, Waleen. I thought you said
3: Alim. It's Waleen, yeah. Oh no, no no, Waleen. Yeah, the yeah, the Swede, yeah. That's Right. Yeah, he's uh, he's really proven himself as a really, like, quality fighter. Yeah.
2: So he may not have fought in a while because this was an eight-rounder. So it looked like it was just meant to get him sort of back, you know, in the mix at least.
3: Yeah, Otto. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I didn't watch that. I see that it's Sky Sports. I was looking for it, but then I saw that it was a pay-per-view, which, you know, oh, yeah. in some cases I'll get them, but I just didn't think this was a uh, pay-per-view worthy.
3: He beat Cam Camille Sokolowski, who is like a like uh yeah lower class fighter, how you call it? Like, oh, okay. A journeyman from Poland. <laughs> like, so
2: I think this was just to get his feet back wet yeah. here for 2022 or whatever, and uh, we'll see. Because I feel like his name has probably had to be out- it probably has to be out there with uh, sort of those top guys uh, that are out there Yeah. at uh, heavyweight who made me. A, a real uh, sort of uh, partner in crime, yeah. step in with him. Yeah. And, uh, and another one I have to fight, uh, watch at least, and I mentioned this to you, uh, I think, yesterday or the day before, is is Keith Derman versus uh, Berrios. Yeah.
3: Um, yeah, me too. <laughs>
2: Mario Berrios. Yes. I heard from all indications, uh, everyone was saying that, Keith Thurman looked pretty good given the the time out of the ring. Yeah, yeah. Uh and yeah, Berrios was... of course is a decent decent opponent, you know, not yeah. a world beater or whatever. He's a guy with potential. Cool guy,
3: player, yeah. told yeah. Cool for that division. <laughs>
2: yeah. So um I guess Thurman, uh yeah, he's cut his hair off and everything. <laughs> was, I heard someone mentioning his hair. I <laughs> 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 think it might have been Doug Fisher because they both had uh, uh long hair.
3: Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think Thurman just needs to change his attitude. Like, you know, he's always talking about money, you know. I need, I want that kind of money to fight somebody, you know, like spend some yeah. for, Like, you know, I think I would say to him, oh, you should be so lucky if they, you know. Gave you a fight, you know, right now.
2: Yeah, it's funny how it ends up being that way. You start out willing to take on and fight anyone, and then it becomes about the money, right? Yeah. That's why he was,
3: yeah, inactive for two years. So (laughs) two and a half, I don't know. Yeah, Yeah.
2: and I think that's why uh, fans have been getting at him as well, because he's always been vocal when he did a complete 360 of what he used to preach. Yeah.
3: And he was like blaming Bob Aram, like, oh, he didn't <laughs> help. <me laughs> nothing. I don't like that, you know. Just blame it on yourself, man, you know. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah. And then Lewis Neary, he won. He beat uh, Castro. I can't think of his first name, oh, but yeah. I know I've seen him before. Neary, yeah,
3: that's right. He made a comeback.
2: Hmm. Uh, Leo, uh, Santa Maria uh, beat Ramos. I've seen a uh, different fight. Oh, yeah, and that guy, who,
3: who, Carlos Cuadras, he lost also.
2: Uh, oh, yeah, I still need to watch. I watched the I watched the entire card. I had. Uh, just haven't seen that fight. Uh, so I'm going to go back and watch, but I knew Bam Rodriguez yeah. got it.
3: Jesse Rodriguez, Franco, yeah, that's right. Uh, it yeah, seems he's,
2: uh, pretty, uh, he's pretty good. Yeah, he's got yeah. good footwork, Definitely.
3: good movement. He also put Quadras down once.
4: Mm.
2: Yeah, I, I need to check that one out because I did watch the rest of that card. I saw, and then I guess in the one before that, Leo Santa Cruz, I guess he made a, had a comeback fight at Featherweight mm-hmm. 1. At his, I his seems over Quadras
3: is now pretty much shot because he had that. Uh, fight with Juan Francisco Estrada, and you know, before uh, he was stopped in eleven rounds. So that
2: can, yeah, you know, those smaller fighters are usually in a lot of wars too, and he yeah. has been in a lot of them actually. Yeah,
3: that's true. They get they take a lot of damage and and uh, a lot of those fights they you know, last quite long and uh, you get a lot of late yeah. stoppages there in those fights. So that's not so yeah. good, healthy.
2: Yeah, that makes it uh tough. But yeah. yeah, that was uh that was like a bulk of the stuff that went down. Robinson Conceal, who I think is uh okay, he's an okay fighter. Well, I guess a little bit better than okay. Oh, yeah. but, um, he had one well, not too long ago. Yeah. <laughs> I I just don't view him as uh like a top dog at one thirty or whatever yeah but he's up there in the mix from a fighting perspective and has the amateur background i guess to sort of uh hold weight as far as being mentioned amongst them. but yeah we'll see uh what he does from here yeah i don't really know much about him i must admit (laughs) yeah he won I believe gold medal at the rio olympics and he's brazilian oh and uh he signed with top rank and uh he's pretty he's pretty decent. He's he's a, a solid all around fighter. Uh-huh. Nothing from my perspective is glaringly uh great or overachieving for him. I think he's just a solid all around fighter. You know, he fought Oscar Valdez oh, yeah. in a fight prior to this and uh it was a close fight. He feels he won. I think that it was
6: the future will be amazing. And that's all well and good. But what about today?
0: Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you are allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response, or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there is a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. dot com.
2: I don't. I don't think. I don't feel like he won. He feels definitive that he won, and I think a lot of other people might feel the same way that he. It wasn't a definitive win for him. I think that he didn't do enough there in the end oh. to try and take the title from uh, Valdez. Um, but this was. Uh, When Valdez had that little, well, not little, but had that situation where he popped on one of those tests, a sample or something for something, uh, some kind of dietary thing, but it ended up the WBC did something to where they didn't view it as a... uh, negative test. i forget exactly what the terminology was they used but it was an interesting situation i would say
3: and when you mentioned that i was uh just maybe three or four nights ago jamel herring was having a live in chat and uh, instagram so oh, yeah. i was kind of mentioning that stuff with all and he was like oh no leave him leave him alone it's not like he was like that that's not so unusual that's Fire fails a test <laughs> that's what he said i know
5: he was very oh, yeah. nice
3: you know but uh he was like very protective of all this <laughs> so, i don't know yeah that's yeah. funny
2: but, you know they're both top rank so maybe
3: uh yeah maybe there's something there and he said he was gonna fight at 135 now i believe uh herring
2: oh yeah yeah Gonna be tough sledding up there for sure. Yeah. So he was like, oh, "I'm gonna mm. fight." To it's like he almost
3: said, "I'm not expecting that much." It was successful. So. <laughs>
2: yeah. Okay. So, like, but yeah, he uh, he has uh, he's you know he's tall and long, but yeah. uh, the top end there is tougher than that top end at 130. You know. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> So, so it's going to be some tough sledding, but some, maybe, you know, some of the extra weight yeah, helps you, him, you know, feel a little bit better when he's in there, you know?
3: Yeah, you got some big punchers, you know, like Ryan Garcia and uh, that guy. Yeah, who
2: I want to see but, back in. He's let pretty much all his momentum die out. But yeah, now to the point where I, I wonder – you know, I feel like after that Campbell win, I was like, "This guy's the real deal." <laughs> I want to see him jump right back in there, but now there's just a question mark in terms of what he's going to look like when he does eventually come back.
4: Yeah,
3: no, uh, there's a uh, really exciting vision. but yeah, I think he should really focus more on boxing and less on <laughs> his uh, his social media. <laughs>
2: I'm gonna say now, I know he he really does have a lot of other outside yeah. interests that are. Likely paying him uh, just as much, if not more, than what he's getting so far. He's, he's the
3: he's the glamour boy. <laughs> he Yeah. up, you know he's it's it's all the fashion
2: Nova. Yeah, fashion Nova. E R
3: means a lot to him, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he, yeah. Uh, just loves attention. Yeah. Of course.
2: Yeah. He, he's been throwing his name out there. Yeah, <laughs> King like, This version. Yeah. yeah so yeah it'll be interesting to uh see um but uh there's uh there are some good fights coming up yeah. that uh we have on tap worth mentioning of course Gillian white versus oh, yeah. uh, Tyson fury being the big um heavyweight fight that uh, is going to take place i think that uh it's mm-hmm. gonna be a bit more exciting
3: That's Than like, some yeah. people may
2: make it out to be in in April, April
3: maybe I think,
2: yeah. Yep, April, and uh, it's gonna be in Wembley, I believe. You know, I think it's gonna be That's a good. crazy amount of people there. You know. Oh yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> uh, Many I mean, thousands. Both, both have their uh, quite a big fan base in UK, especially Fury, but also White has some of his yeah yeah partisans so. <laughs>
2: And I think it's an interesting, I think it's a very interesting matchup, just given uh, White's Wait. style and how Fury does. Hmm. And then even, you know, I think the press conferences might be interesting too.
3: Yeah, we haven't seen Fury fight somebody who is like uh, not really tall or poor fire like Wilder was. and
2: Yeah, like a big, complete different style yeah. right there. Uh, so Fury's going to have to... Uh, Adjust for something like that because uh, or he did fight um some did he fight anyone in between those three Wilder fights or he did fight yeah this other guy Volin after
3: yeah the first fight yeah first Wilder fight he fought Volin.
2: Okay, so yeah, so he yeah, and, he training for white is gonna be a little bit different. Yeah, and I think that guy Tom
3: Schwartz also. Yeah, that's right. Yeah,
2: that's what I was trying to think of. Yeah, he he stopped him. That was a soft touch for him, yeah. right there. <laughs> <laughs> that
3: was a, just an easy fight. Yeah,
2: very. Schwartz. Yeah, he wasn't aggressive, um, and I felt like he just kind of took his beating. Yeah, it was just made for Fury to look good, <laughs> that whole fight, it's obvious. Yeah, I think that was his first one in the US right there. Yeah. Or Vegas or something like that, that might have been... a Yeah. He I had the little Vegas Apollo Creed stuff
3: whole, and all that. <laughs> dressed up like Apollo Creed, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really enjoying all publicity. Yeah. yeah. Another guy who loves publicity. <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah, he, de- he definitely does. Oh, i a gypsy king, yeah. <laughs> All you big
3: <laughs> Yeah, bum. Yeah, bum. You're a shit house, mate.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: but he's a good guy, I mean, for what it's worth, he's a, yeah.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, he's good. Oh. Yeah, I will... Uh- <laughs> Yeah, Deontay Wilder should have uh, showed him some love after that loss.
3: Yeah, definitely.
2: The better man won, but they made for it with a good fight. The third fight was the best of all of them, which is crazy, right? Yeah, it was
3: because that was the best that Wilder could do against Fury. So that's important that people saw that, you know, like... Yeah. It wasn't about Mm -hmm. Wilder being in a Uh, (laughs) bad... I mean, the first time he lost, it was just that he didn't. Uh, well, I don't know. He didn't give. He hadn't lost yet officially, you know. So yeah, he yeah, didn't yeah. have the same motivation to really give everything that he
2: had, you know. So yeah, yeah, without a doubt. So yeah, it's uh yeah interesting. You'll see what's uh out there on that uh heavyweight landscape after this, and I know. Joshua seems to be training. I don't know who his trainer is, but I saw that he's uh, training, getting ready for Usyk, Um, Yeah, which should be uh, interesting as well. Yeah, I think so too. But I'm
3: not really that uh, optimistic about Joshua being able to win this time either because he simply doesn't – I don't think you can learn at this point, uh, uh, especially – you can teach him to fight that much differently. I mean, you saw that he can do like he did against Ruiz. in the second fight, he just boxed mm-hmm. and ran around. Him, you know, but that's not gonna do it against Usyk. You know, because yeah, this I guy think, is yeah, not think... like two two sixty pounds and you know obese. No, yeah, correct. <laughs> so Without a doubt, he's not gonna <laughs> just stand there. Do do not different do. animal here. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I think it's going to come down to Joshua's mentality because I think um, he is what he is as far as his overall tool set, but it's going to be his mentality. I haven't seen him in a situation where he's desperate enough to get a win. I would say he's going to need to show what he showed when he fought Klitschko. Uh, If he shows some of that, then – I think that makes it interesting, but he's not going to come out. If he comes out there trying to safely box his way to a win, then that's going to spell trouble for him, and you're right. Yeah. He's not going um, to get the W. So he's going to have to come out there and be aggressive. I know he's a good guy. He's a nice guy, but he's going to have to show a mean streak or something because yeah. that's the only way he's going to be able to get in the uh, – Usyk's head in some sense. He's going to have to hit him, hurt him, and yeah. show that, hey, I'm the bigger, stronger guy here, you know?
3: Yeah, he has to assert, assert himself and, uh, like, really push U- Usyk. And that's not so, what he did last time. Uh, <laughs> He seemed to be just looking for a way to land that big punch to knock him out. That's not going to do the, the trick against no. a guy like Usyk, who is such a good defensive fighter and so tough also. You know? But, you know, I was just looking at Riz's way in, this, in the second Joshua fight. Holy crap was 283 and a half pounds
2: Shit. holy crap yeah he didn't train worth a dang <laughs> <No, but laughs> that's they, crazy he's bigger than freaking uh fury
3: yeah and he's like some say he's not even six two for real like I remember one.
2: When... yeah yeah he might not be you know he doesn't yeah. look like he's a, a solid six <laughs> two no. 283 that's a shame <laughs> well <Wow. laughs> After his biggest fight, yeah, biggest life he comes in in that kind of shape.
3: Yeah, I really don't <laughs> know how he will uh, his career will unfold. And he had that rather unimpressive win over Chris Arriola, you know, also. So
2: yeah, and that's not- under Eddie Reynoso. I saw that Ryan Garcia left uh, Eddie Reynoso.
3: Well, oh, yeah, yeah, it's just uh, not the The way to you know <laughs> to train a really young and promising fighter, you know.
2: Yeah, yeah, you're right. So, yeah, it's gonna be uh, interesting. Yeah, I, I have question marks. I have even more question marks after that uh, fight with uh, Ariola, just given how he looked. Um, mm. So, so it'll be interesting to see, and maybe, maybe it is what it is. What is he? Because he closer to 30 now um maybe you know the notion of him actually getting in shape and all that stuff making that change maybe that is just sort of uh sort of uh, a lost hope in some sense maybe he is gonna be what he's gonna be you know
3: yeah definitely that's true
4: (laughs)
2: If the potential of uh, what would have been the case had he defeated Joshua that second time and yeah. Dubai didn't motivate him enough, then what will, you know? Yeah, that's, that's a good
3: question. <laughs> I think... Yeah, if you got a
2: taste for what the top felt like and then yeah, he fell from it.
3: It's a shame, yeah, really. I mean, I don't know what went through his mind. And they were saying, you oh, know, he's lost some weight and... And then he comes in at his highest weight ever. Or <laughs> I maybe mean, he had yeah. lost weight, but then he got so hungry that he put it all back and, yeah. and paid more. <laughs> That's what can yeah. happen, I know. With uh
2: with Yeah, they were saying that same thing about his uh, prior to the uh areola fight, how he's all he's been in the gym, he's gotten in better shape. Yeah,
3: yeah <laughs> he also, maybe he
2: did, yeah. but uh couldn't tell.
3: He weighed like <laughs> let's see, if, well, it was good, two fifty six, one of his lowest weights. So okay, that's
2: not bad. Yeah, that's not bad then. For for him, I guess that's not bad. But he so he doesn't have anything slated right now, huh?
3: Yeah. Funny thing is, Ariola he weighed at only two twenty eight, and he's like a taller guy than the older guy, <laughs> so that's.
2: Really? Yeah, playing. hey, that's what he should have been uh doing when he was in his prime, right? Yeah. That's right. <laughs> that's pretty good for him. Uh definitely. He did look uh it look uh better than he did, you know, when he was uh on top of his game. Mm,
3: yeah, that seems to be the problem with him. What <laughs> what he really really liked was that that shape, you know, being in shape. areola yeah, mm-hmm. he was also the guy who didn't seem to really enjoy training,
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I think he was a, a cruiserweight or something like that in the Olympics, or yeah. it was a lower weight, I remember, or not in the Olympics, but as an amateur, I can't recall if he was, in a, I don't know if he was on the Olympic team, or whatever, yeah, I know what he
3: said once, he said, I'm a heavyweight thanks to the tacos and burritos and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe well, that can... Burrito Supreme, right? That's why it's
2: the...
3: <laughs> <one is. laughs> it yeah, I'd imagine know. that
2: can certainly get you there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what thought. Definitely get you there. Yeah.
3: Ask Riddick Bo. <laughs> Daddy. Big Daddy. Yeah.
2: Ball. Riddick freaking Bow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's, yeah, that's another one definitely that... uh. You know, left some things on the table
3: Yeah I remember he came here you know, to Oslo In 96, I, yeah Right before the okay. fights So And then they were like Filming him for TV And he was like sitting in McDonald's <laughs> Eating Oh <Oslo>.
2: yeah, <laughs> that yeah. <was> funny. <laughs> Freaking uh, Freaking ready Yeah That is funny
3: I really loved, you know, watching him. And really, one of my favorite heavyweights from the nineties, definitely. So that. Oh, yeah, was, he was
2: big and athletic, you know.
3: Yeah, had the stamina, had the chin, and had could had the power and pretty much everything except from for being very like fast or whatever. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, in good shape.
2: I remember. uh I remember playing. I used to play his. Uh, me and my cousin Boss, we, we used to play his video game. He had this oh, Rick yeah. Bow knockout <laughs> or something like that. It was some video game. It was pretty cool. I remember playing that all the time. Uh, yeah, back when he you know was when he was on his game.
3: Yeah, I remember that. That was like '99. or something I I saw that game. Yeah.
2: Mm. Yeah, it was pretty uh it was pretty cool. I th- I think it was uh it was on like uh Sega or those yeah. it was or something like that. Yeah. It was one of those uh but yeah, it was uh pretty pretty good. Those were the days of the <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Um but yeah, that's uh so yeah, I know we've gone at it one hour fifty minutes yeah and counting. One hour fifty minutes and counting, but you know a lot of good stuff. I guess we could do it. Could mentioned uh, there are some pretty uh, some other pretty good ones coming up fight wise. Uh, Chris Bork March Mark Leach. Chris Bork, he's a fighter out of the UK. He's pretty good. I've seen him. I think stylistically he's he's pretty solid and just um, worth a mention. Regis Progray is going to be oh, yeah. back in action on the nineteenth of March against Tyrone McKenna. McKenna. I don't know if I know McKenna. <laughs> Don't know if know him. And then on that same night, maybe the same card, Jamel Charlo's taking on Brian Castano in a rematch there of hmm. their fight, which turned out to be a pretty decent fight. Uh, that's last the, time around.
3: Yeah, that's the one. That you I, watch? Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. And I, I think Benny felt Castano deserved the nod in that fight. So yeah. we'll see how.
3: It was but, uh, yeah, close. Hmm.
2: Now each of them bounces back.
3: Yeah, I really foster yeah. pretty
2: good.
3: I really wonder yeah. if Jermel will be able to I mean if he's really learned from that fire now, if he will be able to like improve on you know what his last performance in the last fight, I mean mm-hmm. or not. So it can go both ways.
2: Yeah. But it turned out tougher than he got yeah but I will give him credit he did he hurt Cas a couple of times, um, but he just wasn't able to capitalize on it,
3: yeah, and you know, as I said, he last time was uh Argentina they are really tough fighters, like usually mm-hmm. like and athletic and I would say also yeah pretty like dangerous,
2: <laughs> yeah, without a doubt yeah, that's a good one. Um, Miguel Burchelt's going to be back in action on Saturday, the twenty sixth of March. Oh, see how he looks. Then on that same day, yeah, same day, uh, Kiko Martinez, Josh Warrington, I believe it's in Leeds. uh, So, yeah, Kiko's going to need to knock him out. I actually mm-hmm. forgot that
3: they already have, or have they fought? Or Yeah, they, that's right, they have. Yeah, they fought before. 2017. Well, that's a while ago now.
2: <laughs> yeah, it
3: is. Josh Warren.
2: Yeah. Joshua, then, uh... yeah. Lee Selby is going to take on Gustavo Limos. Must be on that All card. Right, uh, see Felix Sturm is even fighting. Wow! Yeah, Felix. I don't know what he's what
3: he's doing. He's forty three years old, so. And of course, it's in Germany. Yeah, just I think for the money. Yeah, <laughs> I know he has some some problems and. Was he recently in jail or something like that, or he, or he oh, should?
2: Wow. Well, I didn't know that. <laughs> so, yeah,
3: something about like tax evasion or something. I don't know. It was something financial stuff.
2: Oh, you know? yeah. no, no, Felix, what the heck? Yeah, <laughs> he actually had four fights outside of Germany. Mm. I didn't know that many. Yeah. So yeah, so he's back in action. He's forty three now, which is crazy.
4: Mm. Considering
2: story. that uh, the guy you know, fought De La Hoya in, uh, oh, yeah, the last the decade before this last decade, right? Two
3: thousand
4: four. <laughs> yeah.
2: Wow. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> That's
3: even, of course, longer than. <laughs> yeah. I see the guy who beat Liam Smith, Kurbanov, he's also fighting on March twenty sixth against Patrick Tixira. T- Tixira, how do you call? It? <laughs> oh,
2: Tixira, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's a yeah. tough, solid fighter. Yeah. You said this. You said what was that guy's name?
3: Magomed the Kurbanov. Kurbanov. Oh, let me see what that Patrick oh, he beat Leon Smith in uh, yeah last year, not so long ago, me.
2: Hmm. he uh lost to someone, but I know he had picked up a he beat this Otomas guy. I think he had picked up a title. Yeah. Oh yeah, he lost to Castano. Well, Okay.
3: He's from Brazil, yeah, that's right. Oh, I see Curbano.
2: Have I seen him? Hmm. I don't know if I've seen him. I don't, I
3: don't think I saw that fight with uh, Liam Smith, actually. Yeah, it's because has just had a little bit bad luck. He also uh, was, uh, had a draw against Lara, and I, I know many thought that he should have yeah. won that fight. And, uh,
2: yeah, that that is the case. That yeah. sucks. You're right. I, I had forgotten about that.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, it's pre- pretty hard when you are a fighter like... Uh, <laughs> from far away and you know, fighting, yeah.
2: Yeah, they bring you in on the sort of shows as uh, the term that people use, B-side or whatever. Yeah. And when you actually pull it off yeah, it's like get the Jack Caterall treatment. Yeah,
3: yeah. Sorry, you can't have the, the, the win, sorry.
4: <laughs> <laughs> it
3: wasn't in the books, in, in our plans, just... <laughs> That's what's really pisses me off sometimes. It's-
2: well, it's unfortunate. It's freaking unfortunate. These athletic commissions are annoying as well for putting these same individuals with these crazy scores and stuff yeah. back in action, you know, like nothing ever happened. Like exactly. they deserve a good bit of the blame. But, of course, to yeah. them, you know, the incentive for them is having the most popular fighter be the fighter headlining shows in your locale, you know. Yeah, well, I hate most when they the
3: commentators mention that something like that, and they just say, "Oh, he he beat that guy," but you know, they don't say, "Oh, it was a controversial decision or something." They just sometimes they yeah. don't, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't even say anything. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah that is true they are like that at times it's yeah. unfortunate but good old boxing still still yeah. getting in its own way but uh and that,
3: you cool, know, man, yeah, that syndrome when you when you mention you know that happened when i I was watching that uh, podcast by Kelly Pavlik and James Dominguez, you know that was like okay, maybe two thousand nineteen, yeah probably. And I mentioned that okay. there had been a few you know, really bad decisions lately in 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 America, you know. And I was like, you know, talking about it, and, and what James said, of course, first thing, oh, no, well, you should you should uh, like see what happens in Germany, you know. That's always, you know, everybody mentions Germany when you bring up that in uh, either U.S. Yeah. or U.K. They just you need to be like like self defence system. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's you know, pretty
2: wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. Uh it shouldn't be that way. Like, come on man, it shouldn't be that way. Yeah.
3: I mean Germany actually I think improved in that way in the last ten years or something. Yeah.
2: Yeah. There's still some bad ones, yeah, just all over the place. Yeah, they – It's not just the U.S., the U.S. as well. They
3: were famous. I mean, they were rightfully famous before for a bad decision. That's right, hometown. But now that's pretty much, uh, yeah, happening everywhere almost.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that one fighter Vasquez, yeah, he got – Robbed in, uh, I believe it was Newcastle against Lewis Ritson. Oh yeah, uh, a couple of fights back, it was a I've shameful that, robbery. Yeah, I've seen that fight. Yeah, that's right. It was shameful. <laughs> yeah. One of the that was one of the one where one of the judges he looked like he was on his phone, not even paying <laughs> attention. Yeah. And Some people tweeted that stuff out to like uh, Eddie Hearn and all of that stuff. Embarrassing. And, uh, I don't know what <laughs> happened to him it's like it he was, uh,
3: yeah he filled his scorecards before his scorecard before the fight began
2: <laughs> yeah <laughs> it is a trip but yeah that is a problem you know and i can say on the amateur side sometimes some of these judges i just don't see what some of these judges see you know and it's just insane yeah. no I it's insane yeah,
3: i agree absolutely they are either just I don't know. Paid off to to score for somebody, or they sometimes they really their judgment or their sight or their sight is crap, you know. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) or they are they are biased. Also, they might be biased sometimes towards certain fighters.
2: Yeah. You definitely have that. You have that happen at a time for sure. It's like
3: that thinking: if he does anything in this round, anything good, you give him this round. So that's how it goes. Mm
4: -hmm. Doesn't
3: matter if he gets hit like twenty times.
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's insane, man. It's just yeah, yeah. That's one of those things that yeah, you just. Can't do anything but like wonder what the heck can be done, you know? Yeah, it needs to be fixed, but I I don't think
3: it will, and not soon anyway.
2: (laughs) No, because uh, it's going to take too many parties to come to a single agreement in terms of with the promoters and all that stuff. Every group wants their advantage, Uh, and then even if it's that, even the or it'll be like uh, state by state because uh each athletic commission you know pretty much controls their own destiny in some sense yeah uh just thinking about it from uh, in the us or whatever but I imagine overseas as well you know it just depends on the jurisdiction you know
3: yeah i mean you always had this but not as much i think you were, you had this in 20s and 30s like bad decisions or Maybe the referee would disqualify a guy for nothing, you know, like that happened also before. Oh, yeah. But it was mm-hmm. not so common, I think, as now. I mean, bad decisions and stuff.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is. Well, you know, even when I'm looking back in some of this stuff from history, like the early days, there was a lot of corruption and stuff. Yeah. That was a little bit more blatant, even so than now. Yeah, um, definitely. Pretty that crazy. Was, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was just doing some, uh, just researching some stuff because I'm working on this video, but yeah. Mm. Uh, on uh, Terry McGovern. Oh. He fought Joe Gans back in, uh, I think it was like 1900 or 1901, one to two, or 18. No, it was 1900 actually. And it's on film, and uh, it was a fight that was essentially fixed.
3: Oh yeah, that Terry McGovern. Yeah, he was like that featherweight or something. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Or I mean, sharp, you know, he could punch but... and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, he could punch. He was pretty good. The Joe Gans, you know, he's uh regarded as the greatest lightweight or whatever. And in that fight, in that video, he wasn't throwing much, and he uh purposely, seemingly, just.
4: Got knocked
3: out. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. I know I've done some history thread on Corvette. Oh no, sorry, McGovern, not Corvette. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> yeah, yeah. reading through his record, and I came across a fight with Young Corvette the second. So that's why. Oh yeah, 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 <laughs> Young Corbett the
2: second. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, so I'm working on that little video right now for the YouTube. I it hey. Good uh, one. Yeah, you're today.
3: doing your old timers, uh, yeah, videos. <laughs> you know,
2: it's been it's going pretty well. I'm just trying to keep up with it now. You know, because some of these videos take a long time to do. That's good. Uh, right? Just because of the yeah. quality and stuff.
3: Yeah, that's but it's good that some younger fans get to like you know. See those all uh, to learn a little more about those very old. Is that a oh, dog yeah. or a cat? It's a cat, right?
2: <laughs> oh, it's a uh, no. It's a dog. It's a <laughs> dog. I know you could uh, see
3: it. Yeah, not so clear. Right? Oh yeah, that's the one.
2: How do you yeah, call it? terrier?
3: that race, like uh... it's a terrier. Oh, terrier.
4: Yeah.
2: Yeah, <laughs> that's cute. They're like a uh, UK dog. I think that's where they were naturally originally bred over in the UK. <laughs> she's she's,
3: very, uh, very like
2: she's about to be five here uh, next month. All right, which is well, I guess today actually or in terms of we're in the next month. Today is March first, right? Or is it <laughs> no, I, no, tomorrow's March first. So yeah. The first. She was born in, uh, later in March So she's going to be five years old Here shortly mm.
3: Nice
2: So
4: excited
2: But yeah yeah. yeah. Alright, good to go uh, This has been great We have hit that two hour mark yeah. a bench, I guess you can see uh, but It was good to catch up Yeah. So we'll have to uh, do it again it Won't be uh, As long in between I'd imagine so. Yeah be in contact hopefully (laughs) and i gotta just get her out of here to get her to calm down (laughs) all right man so yeah enjoy the rest of your day yeah you too all right cool
6: the future will be amazing and that's all well and good but what about today You can feel the rush of a 400-horsepower Nissan Z. Or climb to new heights in the all-terrain Nissan Frontier. Light up the road in the all-electric Nissan Aria that feels like a sci-fi dream come true. The future will be great, but today is made for thrill. All you have to do is get in a Nissan and drive. 2023 Aria and Z not yet available for purchase. Expected availability is this spring for 2023 Z and this fall for 2023 Aria. Membership fees
5: apply after free trial. Cancel any time.
2: Can I be real for a second?